Hello and welcome to episode 194, 194 Sunday nights or weekends podcast, Jesus. Alright, anyway, Mickey Hart picked up his first win today as Loud Manager. We're going to talk about that and more and many talking points from Loud's pummeling of Carlo. And we didn't even play well. What is going on? Uh, we get into that and more and updates on the horrors and the ladies and how they got on over the weekend. But first, we'll hear from away. Ah, beautiful Navin. I love tipping over the Navin, the sunshine, cold, it's always cold and kind of sunny in Navin at the same time. That's just, Navin just gives that to you. But look at championship, uh, championship setting, championship performance in a sense. And we got the job done. Um, I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm going to give you free talking points and loads more. I've 30 up the 30 talking points. So if you signed up, you'll get them. And if you're not, you'll get the first three. Maybe a ten percent of them, as I, how I put it like that. I think you really should sign up. I'm going to be doing a lot of work this week, Uncle. There, I'm going to get to know them myself, and I kept away from them, and um, to go in fresh this week. It's going to be a lot of preview work on it. So patreon.com forward slash loud and proud if you haven't signed up already. If you signed up today, great to have you on board, and um, to get up for it and get the content flowing. And um, that that might be one of the talking points I have down here for later on, um, but getting up for it. But um, yeah, so we look. We tipped into Navin. We got a win. We um, we 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 came. We saw. We conquered. We kind of got out of dodge and maybe one kind of dodgy thing happening. And the team that started was uh, actually. I'll give you the I'm gonna, the usual. I'm going to give you the flow of the game. We'll hear from Mickey Hart. Um, he spoke to local media, and we will also. I will go through the talking points at the end as well, and a bit of a roundup towards the end. But Tina started, and like Mickey always likes to keep me on my toes with a couple of uh, switches and what have you. But um, three came in from the league final that uh, that didn't start. Three subs actually that came on that day started: Connor Grimes, Connor Early, and Owen Callahan. The players who missed out, we talked about during the week in the My Team podcast. Um, Leonard Gray, it didn't start. Craig Lennon was carrying a bit of a knock. I think that's why he didn't figure. Darren Alley, he is injured. So the late team that started, James Callaghan goes, Dan Corcoran, Bevan Duffy and Donald McKenney. Liam Jackson was right half today. Niall Sharkey sent the half and Owen Callaghan left half. Tommy Doran and Conor Early in the middle of the field have resumed the partnership and looked to me that John Clutterbuck was playing the half forward line, Samuel Roy in the 40 and Colin McKeever in the half forward line as well, not in the half back line. Kieran Denny went straight into the right corner wearing 12 on his back, Conor Grimes full forward and Kieran Casey Bourne in the left corner as well. So that, that was the team that started. Very hard to get a figure on the Carlo team. They played lads all over the shop. They swapped out the 14, brought on 18, took 18 off to bring on 14, took off 14 and brought on 22 or 26, was it? Yeah, 26, Murta Ware, who would have played against the Blues back in the day. But, yeah, so funny team. Like, uh, we talked about Jordan Week. Did a tasty enough half-forward line, Josh Moore, uh, Jordan Morrissey and uh, Jamie Clark. But it didn't really play that way. Clark played inside first, Bevan to come out the field. Dara Foley, he would have played again the O'Connells back in the day in Castle Bellingham and Leinster. He's a good footballer. Has been a good footballer for Carlo down the year. Probably their, their best footballer. But um, he played in the middle of the field and floated from line to line. Uh, a couple of Rafferty boys, Josh Moore. Um, I think Josh Moore actually marked Sam in that game against Rafferty in Hagerstown. Yeah, way back at the end of last year. 
but yeah, so that's the way we lined out, and it was it was a, it was you know it wasn't really much of a start. They dominated possession, they had a couple of chances, a couple of we give the ball away. We wouldn't say we're nervous. We're just kind of t- like finding our feet. We haven't played since that league final. Uh, that team hasn't played together. Don't think, yeah, no, definitely don't think that team has all played together. But once again, the the game is settled down by Sam Roy free a booming free. I actually had it recorded, and the bloody thing fro- froze. No Wi-Fi in Park Talden is that? It's just I don't know. Find the baffling, or maybe character of 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 the place we're in that you just don't fork out for the old Wi-Fi. If I don't say it too much, I might not be let back. But Sam gets another free kick. They put his tuna more closer in this time out of his hands. That puts his tuna ahead and we're starting to go through the gears. Connor Early does a uh, lovely, lovely point out, out of the hands, out on the right hand side, whipped it over. He might be one of the talking points later on. Then Josh Moore uh, gets there for a score, counter attack in the 12th minute. That just shows, like, you know, you know, I often, often on the receiving end, you see Loud playing Dublin and you can't, we can't get a score, we can't get up the field, you think it's not going to happen. That, that's what we kind of did today to Carlo. Um, Connor Downey then hits two in a row. Lovely build up play again by Connor Early, and then Niall Sharkey on the counter attack. He is somebody to go when he goes counter attack, and Niall Sharkey. He might be a talking point as well. Kieran Downey very sharp, put us 5 1 ahead, and uh, yeah, we get a goal in the 70 minute, we're pushing right up in the kickouts. I think it's Liam Jackson who wins the kickout, drives forward, gives it to Connor Grimes, and he makes no mistake. 1 5 to 1 point. <coughs> And I think I wrote it on Instagram. I think that was game over. Even at that very, very early, early juncture. 70 minutes. Probably not that early. It's probably the first quarter. And yeah, there was no way they were coming back, Carlo. There was no way it was about us just managing it. And we kind of went out of the game for for, for a while. We only got a goal in in the middle of four points for Carlo. The Hickey chap came on. Niall Hickey. He came on for Bambrick. who came on for late, late start. Um 11 minutes I think it was he whipped over a lovely point and uh, Darrell Foley possible goal chance got it over the bar that, that put it 1-5 to 3 and then Kieran Bourne just soccer styles goes by the goalie and slips it into the net 2-5 to 3 completely and utterly game over Darrell Foley replies with a free Jamie Clark replies with a free also the rest probably a little bit lenient to them you'll hear Mickey talk about that later on as well Connor Grimes gets a good score as well um, from I think it's from uh, a wild shot from Casey Bourne kept alive by uh, Downey and then Connor's on hand to tap it over the bar 2-6 to 5 at half time now fairly happy fairly comfortable even Carlo probably comfortable as well and happy enough to go in go in saying oh it was only the goals between the sides but when really in all reality they were way 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 off the pace Crowley was dangerous in the corner he got a point upon the resumption to make it 2-6 to 6 Tommy gets it, or Sam Mulroy gets another free, and then Tommy Dornan gets a lovely, lovely goal. I forget who laid it off them now. Was it Connor? Maybe it was Sam Mulroy. Oh, who laid it off them? Someone let me know. And he just pings it in the top corner. 3 7 to 6. Foley replies with another free. Ross Dunphy, good player, lively player, substitute come in. He made it 3 7 to 8. That's as close as they got. Tommy gets another, another point. Uh, trademark point and then Sam gets one goalie short intercepted pressure to Conor back drives in could have laid it off to, to Conor Grimes inside the goal alone and buries it then gets a penalty the next play um, <coughs> 5 8 to 8 and uh, Hutton the corner man which we spoke about during the week 
he got a score and then Sam gets a point from play his only point from play today to make it 5-9-9 Ross Dunphy gets his second point to substitute very lively like, how does a lad like him not start for them just don't understand it um, 5-9-10 and you think oh no the score's going to be livid off oh that's going to be annoying but then Sam comes up with a 45 to death to make it 5-10-10 lovely all round rounded up scores rounded up numbers and um that made a 15 point win for Loud on the day in Navan in a cold but sunny Navan um, Championship it looked like Championship it it felt cold so it didn't feel like Championship either because you're you're still in April but weird it, it kind of gave the facade that it was summertime in the Championship there was lads in the, eating cones in, in the stand as well the lad who was selling the whippy cones did very well today um, so 15 points 15 point win we hear now from Mickey Hart Five goals and a clean sheet and a, and a win. Fairly good day's work, I presume. Oh, it is a good day's work, you know, but I don't think it would camouflage the fact that we made plenty of mistakes. Yeah. You know, we, we ended up with a good scoreline there, but, they, you know, probably we weren't as comprehensive in the first half as I hoped would be with the breeze in our back. And I think they'd have been happy enough that they contained us pretty well in the first half. Um, but I figured that if we, you know, could get the first few scores in the second half and keep the, the, the gap widening rather than narrowing, then we would get the confidence and a little drain from them. So pretty much I think that's what happened, you know, that you know, they were needing to come back into this game. They needed a major score to get them back into it and, and we weren't giving them one. So I think that was key to it that you know that we did keep a clean sheet. There would have been clear expectation to win this game for this group, I suppose, maybe maybe the first game all year to, to be so heavy favourites. Was that a thing, or did you address that? Did you? I know. I, I said if you if your favourites, you deserve to be favourites. You know, it's, it's because of your performances to date in the league, and uh, sometimes you got to live with that. You know, so yes, it's dangerous. It's it's a banana skin thing that if you go in there complacent and thinking because we were in Division Three and went up this year and they were in Division Four, mm. we should win this game. But no, we're we're we're, we're rounding the corners long enough to know that that's that's dangerous, and and we would have our players on on their guard from any form of complacency. When, when you come in first, like, did you see very quickly that this level of like, two quick promotions, uh, a very dominant win here today, that these sort of performances were in this group? Was that evident well, immediately? You couldn't say that right away, but I mean, you know, I did, did figure that there was enough footballers in Louth not to be in Division 4. That's for starters. So the, the first goal was get out of Division 4, and, and we managed that in a, in a tight season when it was dangerous. Yeah. With only three games to, you know, get yourself into the semi final or final, whatever it was, the semi final. So, you know, it's always fraught with danger and especially when we lost our first match you know <laughs> it felt like a qualifier system you know where yeah. you can't afford to lose anything over here you're not going to get where you want to go and then we were surprised I suppose that, that we managed to top the group this year because after the first two games we looked at like relegation material but I still was happy enough that there was a lot of work going on with the players they were working hard I don't think they deserved to be you know beaten as badly as they were by Leash in the first game Leash were coming off a very good run in the World Cup where they got to the final and could have beaten Dublin. So they were on a high and we were just starting out, if you like, for serious competition. So while the results didn't look good in the first two, I would never have lost faith in that these players could do better than that. It was great that we actually managed to win the rest of our games and, and then win the final. That's, that's bonus territory for sure. And, and it's good to be moving up. First of all, you'd want to consolidate yourself in the next division. But if you can get yourself out of it as fast as possible, that's good too. So, yeah, we're happy. We're happy with the work they're putting in. And the point is that even they were putting that work in, if you didn't get the results to go with it, then it wouldn't seem as good. 
it seems fine now when you get the results done with it, you know. So, so so far so good. But you know, this is this is early days. You, have, you know, you are finishing game strong. I was at the Wicklow game as well, and you're kind of last ten or fifteen minutes. And I think Samuel Rice seems to go full forward for later in the game. Yeah, and, yeah. And and you know, you seem you seem to finish very strongly. But it, it is physically, where are they at? Like obviously, there's. Higher, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The top the, I mean, are, uh, this is it. Like, I mean, you know, we know where, where we are. We know the standard that we're playing at, and, and we're doing good in that st- in that particular zone. Then we're making different stuff now from here on in. Like, you know, so so I, I don't know now. Do we, do we go toe to toe and get there? And we'll see how much of a gulf is there between a team who is a, a regular Division One team, occasionally Division Two, but never staying there very long, against a team that's just come up from the basement. You know, there has to be a gulf. And, there because the league just kind of lays so we have to see how, how, how close we can make that golf um, and just work here on Bourne he looked to be hobbling off as he oh, it's a bad ankle yeah it's very much so it's high, high, highly highly unlikely to be able to play next week and will you have anyone else back not no, necessarily not, no. nearly, you nearly have everyone have you nearly everybody's there now there's a few players still like Ryan Bourne Anthony Williams and a few like that we're still carrying injuries that, that won't be ready for next week either thank you very much Mickey no problem thank you cheers so yeah, making a good form there after the win. Like I suppose he's talking about the, the he, he rhymes it off very well. The, um, the kind of the way that we went, the way that we went uh, from the division and how we got up there. And now he's talking about this. And I know maybe he's teeing Kildare up nicely with that golfing class and getting to that golf. I, I, yeah, I think that's the way Mickey's thinking, and I, I definitely think. We're going to have a fair old battle on our hands next weekend, next Sunday, this Sunday, in Tullamore at four o'clock. Um, talking point number one, let's get into the talking points, folks. Uh, talking point number one, if you're a Kildare man, and you, Glenn Ryan was there, I've seen Johnny Doyle there, um, would that performance of Hoodwink Kildare? I think it might have. Uh, I think it'll, it'll possibly be uh, something that they mightn't have learned too much about us. They might, they might learn a few bits but that, for me that's good keeping the cards close to your chest winning my 15 points not fully showing your hand maybe there's a couple of things there um, that we might have they might have a look at maybe they might get a look at our players and uh, maybe look at Sam Murray up close for the first time or um, I don't think Sam we don't even played Kildare in recent times well that, that's what I'll be doing I'll be checking that out during the week on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud um, do sign up I'll be talking plenty more talking points and I will also have loads of build up during the week. But yeah, so that that kind of hoodwink um will look at that will do me just fine. Uh, I don't think they will will learn anything really from us. We uh, we didn't even show like our industry, maybe a lot little bits and bobs here and there and, and didn't really show it on our kickouts. Uh, so yeah, it's good hoodwinking performance or you put it down as. Talking point number two is um, the delay, the game was delayed by 10 points, uh, possibly because of a nice crowd and just, you know, it gives that officialdom that is, this is a real, real um, tie, real proper tie, proper Leinster out. And, and Loud brought that, we brought the colour, we brought the noise, we brought, brought a healthy healthy crowd today and you can sense that building in the in the county. You can sense it building up, you can hear the, the roar for every five, every one of the five goals. You can see the colour on the on the terrace. Oh, I'd love to be on the terrace today in the sunshine and nav and uh, maybe feed the points beforehand. But yeah, so the delay kind of had it didn't really have an effect. I just added to it and just added to the occasion. 
Um, the re- I think the reason for the delay was um, the roadworks on the way into Navan. Talking point number three was Sam Bam, like just gets just settles us right there from the start, and we needed that settler, and he and he does get that settler for us as well. Um, you know, he is that sort of a leader now at this stage, and it'd be very interesting to see how he's kind of quelled by Kildare, or maybe how they're going to look to quell him. He got three frees today. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, three frees there, one forty-five and one penalty. But um, yeah, overall, like work rate and creating goals and turnovers and setting them up probably four to five I know he got two another two so it was down to him uh, and his work rate and turnover you mentioned that in the, in the BBC uh, podcast he did that's what he looks at as well turnovers but um, that's it that's that's all your talking points for now you'll have to sign up and get the the rest of the talking points um, but look at we'll move on um, please do I think you should there's plenty in there there's Bevan there's Casey injury how what way that's going to be uh, Nida Freeze full court loads loads in there without going into them too much more um, let me see yeah so the Loud Ladies were defeated as well that's a big loss beaten by Wicklow who they beat in the league that's a bit of a killer now to be honest Um for Wayne Freeman and his charges like they have Offaly next at home who they can be and have beaten Offaly at home possibly it will be in the clans again I'd say they beat, beat Offaly in the clans last season or maybe season 4 last so there should be no bother getting the job done there hopefully and getting that seed right and not not, um, get, not getting too much down over because there is obviously a championship to come and the same goes with uh, the Loud Horlers disappointing one point defeat seemingly a bit of uh, furore over the, the referee sending a uh, loud player off it's just one of those days and you don't really get anything easy in Longford as everyone every team has learned going down there be it minor or senior or football or hurling um, but as close performance would not to be we're on two points now Monaghan are up in the top of the table in six top two going to the final look it's going to be tight we have Leitrim and Cavan next Leitrim have four points I think they have more points than us but Cavan are at the bottom of the table so you beat those two teams ends up on six points and maybe maybe you might just sneak into the final and you know they should be they're, they're, they're playing within themselves and they should be up there but um, they are playing within themselves they're just playing at the right right temperature they're coming to the boil big weekend next weekend thanks very much for listening to episode 194 of the Loud and Proud podcast like I say and I keep harping on plenty to listen to during the week um, really really want to really get get up for really look forward to um, Kildare in Tullamore if you've got the talking points I'll explain why the game is in Tullamore um, next Sunday and not Navin and not Port Leash so that's it thanks very much for listening thanks so much for signing up and uh, also sorry before I go there is League All About the stuff as well if you didn't get to watch the show which I think you should you should sign up uh, oh sorry not sign up you should listen to the podcast I have that out for free right good luck thank you bye bye talk to you during the week good luck come on loud <laughs>